And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's Zach and Alex back with you to discuss another another fun week of NASCAR. It actually was fun. It actually was fun. We had some quality, quality racing. We have a lot to talk about from Circuit of the Americas, Coda. Um, it's our third time NASCAR going to Coda. A lot happened. Very good racing. Um, quality NASCAR, not quality, but, you know, usual NASCAR drama. That you know, we'll, well, well, it was quality though. It was quality. Not the drama. Well, it wasn't. Not most of the drama, if you ask me. That's just see drama. It's like as a teacher, it's like drama in my classroom. It's not quality. It's not worth it. No one wants to actually watch it. You're just disrupting our time. That's that's NASCAR. Yeah, that's N- that's NASCAR overtime in a nutshell. We will get to that later. <laughs> oh my God, Alex bolded it on the he he bolded it on the uh, what's it called the outline. Um, Jesus. So NASCAR at Circuit of the Americas. Let's just jump into it because that was our only really big events this weekend. Um, it was all three yeah. series there, but we're mainly going to talk about Cup today. Did you watch Trucker Xfinity? No, not at I all. Didn't. I watched a little bit of Truck because I was just home. But Xfinity, I think I was gaming during it. So um, I heard Xfinity yeah. was good. Trucks, I actually heard Trucks was actually pretty decent too. Actually, but um, but let's talk about Cup mm-hmm. because that's what we care about. Um, Cup. Oh my God, that so a lot going into this weekend. It's interesting because we had the you know the oh God. I hate saying the new Aero package because I feel like all of the time that we've done this podcast the last two years, we're always talking about the new Aero package. Um, what well, the new yep, aero yep. package? It seems to work. The racing was very, very quality. Drivers could uh go around each other. They could follow closely. Um, especially like you know people like Tyler Reddick could pass, but it wasn't just Tyler Reddick that could pass. Guys from the field could pass. No. Not just on restarts. Awesome racing. Awesome racing. I I imagine drivers had trouble kind of controlling their cars, and especially in kind of more. You know, the S's, right? Like, I know Hamlin got, like, a penalty for cutting the S's. So, like, obviously his car wasn't just... a lot of penalties for that. Yeah, so obviously their cars were not on, you know, uh, slots. They weren't sticking to the track, which is good. That's what we want. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it was the no stage breaks, new aero package. It was a very kind of almost like a throwback race into what this was going to look like. Mainly, you know, the no stage We even had breaks. debris cautions. We even we had, had debris, debris cautions. cautions. Like, that was the real throwback. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> but, it's ridiculous. But for real, for real, though, this was an awesome race yeah. until the last 10 laps. We'll talk about it. Um, this reminded me of being a kid, and I've said that before about a Darlington race before. It was just like, oh, my gosh, we're having so much fun. There's all these strategies. And it's a race. I'm it sorry. Like, it's it a, a race. race. It's it was a, a motor race. Yeah. It was a motor. Oh, my God. NASCAR was so close to having a simple motor race yesterday, but they had to ruin it. But let's talk about what, why we think so highly of most of this race. I mean, you could just look at that battle between Tyler Reddick and William Byron. Number one, they're on different strategies. Tyler Reddick's doing one more pit stop. They meet. Mm-hmm. And they meet together. I think a caution might have helped, but still, like, Reddick was so fast. Um, but Byron, he had something for Reddick. He was doing a fantastic job holding him off for more than one lap at a point. Like, side by side. That battle is some of the best NASCAR racing I've seen all year, definitely. And 
in the last few years. I mean, that is just quality. The respect was great. I don't, you don't get much better than that in this sport, especially at like a road course that gets could that could get strung out like that was amazing and you know we don't need stage cautions for this kind of racing alex it's amazing and i think not having the stage cautions is really what gave us yeah this kind of battle because not only were they on different strategies as you said they were just racing really hard and i don't think they would have been in that position with the stage yellows no, they were just chill and honestly by the way this race this was the like, first time I actually like enjoyed watching stage one and two. And it's like, because it mattered. It does. If you matter. don't watch that. You're not going to understand how we got to where we are in stage three. Yeah. But when you throw a yellow and all matter. the teams know like, it. everything's just reset. Yeah. yeah. It's like everything just resets. It's not. It's less this time. It doesn't. Yeah, it's less the caution itself and more. Well, it is kind of partly the caution, but like the fact that the teams know it's a caution and there's no room to develop strategy on these all these stage races. Like, you know, Coda, I just find it interesting that we it's like almost, it is like a step back in time. And now we're going to talk about later about what we could do for restarts. that would also go back in time. It's just like I'm just saying there's a reason racing was like how it was for all of those years. And we changed it, and I don't yeah. know if we changed it for good reason. Because, you know, again, a simple motor race is, you know, it it's you don't need to overcomplicate it sometimes. I think that's what that's a mm-hmm. lesson that I think a lot of NASCAR fans, NASCAR executives, NASCAR, yeah, that's it. Um, that they need to learn. <laughs> yeah. And and you know another thing without the stage cautions is that I feel like the broadcast. And, you know, we've talked about commercials oh before, my God, but yeah. I, I feel like the commercials were not as bad yesterday. Yeah. Like, they were, like, consistently catching all the stuff. Like, you know, there were Fox flubs, and we'll talk about Fox later. But I feel like the commercials weren't as poorly timed, you know? Yeah. And, well, no, just overall, it was just an A-plus for me getting rid of those. And I hope NASCAR takes a look like, let's try it. At another oval, like let's try it at the Throwback Darlington race, for example. I think that would be awesome. That would be cool. I think they should also actually legitimately try it at like maybe Pocono, because I think Pocono is another Ooh, track yeah. where it's like Michigan. You know, like because if you pit at a thing, if you pit at Pocono, you might not lose a lap. I'm not actually sure, but like that's something to consider. But mm-hmm. you know, then you think of like short tracks and super speedways. It's like mm, you know. Like, for a short track, I get it, because really, it's like, short. they're going to wreck anyways. Might as well throw the, the free caution, the fun flag. Super Speedways, mm-hmm. it's a debate, because it, I don't know. I feel like Super Speedways, all you really have to do is reward points, and they're fine. Because, you yeah. know, they're, they're wrecking at the end of these stages anyways. Like, I don't know if we really need to throw it. Um, Yeah. So, that's something that I would like to see them try. Maybe in trucks or Xfinity first, but that gets into I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You know, if they did that in Xfinity, Xfinity is the most fun series consistently. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to see play out on an oval. Mm-hmm. Right at Kansas. Yeah, I bet you get or an awesome a hang finish there. Oh no, they can't do it at the six hundred because we have to do our little thing at halftime. But uh... <laughs> God, <laughs> yeah, we got to stop the race at the six. That's the reason we um, can't have it at ovals because then we can't do the thing at the six hundred. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but you know, go back and 
going back to the arrow package and or the downforce package and the uh, no stage cautions. I'm so excited for Sonoma I'm and a, Watkins Glen. You know what, Alex? I'm excited oh. for Richmond. I, 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 we said, I think Phoenix was not a good showcase for this package. Richmond might not be either. True, true. But actually, I don't know. I mean, Richmond's going to have some strategy in it. Like, you can run multiple lanes in the daytime. I, y'all got to watch this race Sunday, you know, after the IndyCar race. I'm just saying, it's going to be good. I've always thought, I've always thought Richmond is better than Phoenix, even strategy wise. I've always Mm -hmm. thought Richmond was better. So I'm very curious about that. But, Road courses specifically, yeah, Sonoma's no, kind of been a snooze fest yeah. lately. Watkins Glen, it's still probably been the best. I think that's going to be like one of the races of the year. Chicago, I think there'll be a lot of yellows anyway there. But that might help yeah. that race I'm worried about Chicago. The, the Roval? I, yeah. I'm excited about the Roval. Roval's yeah. going to get crazy. Um, Apparently the drivers don't like the Roval. Like Denny Hamlin called it a parking lot. And I didn't realize the drivers didn't like the Roval mm-hmm. that much. Um. Chicago's gonna I like it. Chicago's gonna have its own problems, I think, but we'll talk about that when that comes around. Um you know, I don't want I don't wanna spoil but, um, the listeners on my 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 Chicago thoughts are top secret, but we'll have to have Jackson on for that because he's gonna go to the Oh yeah, he is going. Oh yeah, that'll be really cool. Yeah. And he's the one who like called for that like at the early episodes of yes. our show. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> uh I wanna talk about Tyler Reddick winning this race before, yeah. before we get into overtime. Because man, did he earn this? We talked Slay about of him the and Byron racing all race long. Slay of the week for yeah. just his performance all weekend, and not only just—I mean, he's obviously somehow the best road course racer in NASCAR right now, just out of nowhere, which is just really impressive. And like, I mean, yeah. Denny Denny Hamlin can't even like replicate his success, and um, or like because you know he I, he used the same setup, studied him, other you know things yeah, like he's true. just. He's just a cut above the rest right now on these road courses, and you know the eight car with Kyle Busch was fast, but it obviously wasn't just the eight car that was fast on road courses last year. It really is Tyler Reddick, and that's really saying a lot about his talent as a driver. Yeah, and that's why I picked Kyle Busch for fantasy. I did get a point, by the way. Um, Zach's rolling his eyes, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I did I did pick the eight because I thought, oh me, it's probably mostly the car. And you know, Reddick's very talented, but the Toyotas were pretty bad on road courses last year. They uh-huh. must have figured that out because they got the best driver now, and that 45 yeah. was I far think, and large the I think best. Even like Bell's Bell's we, running decent. I felt Truex up there a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah, they're getting yeah, all the they Toyotas were up there a yeah. time or two. Yeah, so that's really impressive. Yeah. Really important for them, I think, because um, that was a big weak link in their schedule last year. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he. I mean, he held off Byron. I mean, him and Byron had a lot of battles. He was able to pass him almost every time. We were having a really cool kind of fuel mileage race developing. And we, oh God, <laughs> dude, we haven't seen a fuel mileage race, I feel like, in forever. I could not name the last one because, again, it's just these stage cautions make them very Big unlikely Pocono. to happen. Til, was it was Pocono 2021. One of the races there. Was it? I don't even remember who won. Maybe. It was two races, wasn't it? So, yeah, I really don't remember. <laughs> I forgot that happened, Lord. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think it was Pocono. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, you know. We, 
we were having we were set up for this great fuel mileage race, but then there's a caution. Was this a caution for the dirt? I think so. Oh my god. <laughs> they did that I at Daytona so, Road yeah. Course when it was the clash, remember? Yeah. What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. What are we we're, doing? We'll, we'll talk about it. But you know, Tyler Reddick we'll talk about the final ten yeah. laps, but as a whole, Tyler Reddick was the driver of the day. And as you said, Slay of Easy. the Week. Like he just could not be denied of this win. Yeah. And that well deserved. And William Byron continues his consistency. I don't know if he's Golden a championship horseshoe. favorite. I want I wanna see if he can keep that up through Darlington. Because that's where he yeah. it stops. That's where it stopped last year was after Darlington. Yeah, this summer stretch is going to kind of be the test, which I'm excited to see, though. Like, I think this yeah. year does feel different because he's even more consistent than he was at the, at the beginning of last year. I mean, he won two oh, races definitely. already, ran up front-ish at Atlanta. Uh, who cares about Atlanta? Honestly, who cares about Atlanta? But runs up front here again at Coda. No. It's like, what's he going to do at Richmond? That's what I'm really curious about. Another short track. You know, Hendrick, I, you know, I, well, heck, Hendrick, without, you know, all of their crew chiefs, honestly, they're doing fine. Yeah. I mean, Jordan Taylor had they pace are. in the nine car. You know, that's kind of a wild mm -hmm. variable, but Byron was running up front. Um, Larson, he had his struggles, but Bowman was con contending for the win there at the end. So Hendrick's, you know, I think they still got it, obviously, because, I mean, I, yeah, the crew chief isn't there, but really, they're, they're, they're still there, if you know I'm what there. I mean. Yeah. And they're <laughs> yeah, there at the yeah. shop all week. Like, they know what's up. Mm -hmm. um, and speak of that, you know, 2311, uh, Bubba Wallace is out of the race. We're going to talk about Bubba in, later in the episode yeah. here. But 2311, they lost the 23. Uh, one of the spotters for the 23 shifted over to fill a gap for the 45. That is really big brain. That is big brain. Yeah. And then they had a lot of the crew members for the 45 for the 23 go over to the 45 just to like help out be there just in case yeah morale like that's cool. that's a really cool team yeah oh yeah i mean uh you can kind of tell i think well because tr the track house track house has you know a really good culture too but 2311 mm -hmm. i mean you just look at you know the it's denny hamlin and michael jordan's team they focus on diversity mm -hmm. it's i i know everyone that works there is happy to work there right they, from you know top to bottom it's it's pretty obvious to me and mm -hmm. i think what they get paid pretty well too i feel like denny said that once or maybe i just made that up i like to make stuff up i don't know i feel like i heard that before so like there is a very positive team and it's great to see them get this win because um you know sure. it's their new driver you know tyler reddick i mean he didn't get off to the hottest start this year but he just kicked everyone's ass like you know he held, and you know we'll get to overtime. It is very impressive to have the composure and the speed to win after three overtime restarts. After everything we've seen this year with Larson losing in overtime, Harvick getting you know, uh, kind of scuffed by strategy calls, seeing everything that happened at Daytona, but seeing Tyler Reddick dominate the race, still you know win after all three of those restarts. That's that's mm -hmm. really good to see. Um, and very thankful we saw that because the narrative for, you know, this race would be a lot different if, you know, it didn't end that way. Sure. 100%. Um, and before we get into the negative, I do want to say this was my favorite race of the year so far. Like, easily. 
I think I would say so too. I, I haven't been. I feel like I watch like half the races these days. I need to like sit down and really watch it. But uh, yeah, like I I really did enjoy yesterday. I was so engaged with the Reddick and Byron battle, mm-hmm. and then fuel mileage had me like, ooh, yeah, this is actually a yeah. race. Like we're doing it. So I would, you know what? I would give it race of the year so far. Um, okay. Not sure how long it's gonna last. I mean, Richmond might have potential to. Eh, not really. I would say once we get to Darlington and Kansas, maybe Charlotte again. Like that's when it's really gonna maybe ramp up. But for now, I think this is definitely race of the year, even with stupid stupidity. That might be what ruins it though for me but, though. But then again, what's the? Yeah. Like, I mean, Auto Club was pretty cool. But I don't know. But yeah, yeah it wasn't spectacular. Yeah. But. Let's start getting a little negative. Unfortunately, uh, the precautions. Throwback caution for it feels yeah, it's 2010 in here. Debris caution because <laughs> I don't know. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s got the free pass position. Like, like, dude. I no, it wasn't even debris though. It was literally dirt. Like they threw a caution because dirt was on the racetrack. I'm sorry. I don't know if you knew this, but your racetrack is outside. I don't know what you want me. <laughs> so. There were some drivers that apparently were saying that it was very slick and they were complaining and it was just like dangerous, but it, I don't know. It's just like, then don't go in the dirt. Then don't drag the dirt onto the track. I don't know what you want me to do about it. It's like, y'all are just like, what keeps NASCAR? They corn on this. Sorry. Keep going. Just keep going. Well, I'm I'm kind of torn on this because it's kind of like. It, it's stupid. Like it is. Don't go in the. Why dirt, are we then? stopping a whole race also... to clean up dirt on an outdoor racetrack? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's also the fact that if it is genuinely unsafe and it's like sketchy going in there, then they should probably do something about it. But F one does this perfectly fine. You don't see F one. This is F one's track, by the I'm way. I'm looking for they a, don't. Yeah. Yeah, they don't pull up. They don't it's have the same with the Indy Road Course. It's like Indy Car races, they're fine. Yeah. F1 <laughs> races here, fine, without getting dirt up on the thing. Why is this a NASCAR oh problem? God. Like, I don't exactly. know. 100%. So it's like, what keeps them? So sure, you throw the caution, clean up the dirt. What keeps that from happening again? We just going to have a dirt Nothing. caution instead of stage breaks? Well, I'll tell you what keeps it from happening is the drivers don't drive in the dirt. Which they should have been doing in the first place. Oh, I'm sorry you drove into the dirt. And, like, you know what else? If NASCAR would, like, have consistent uh, on-track rules, like, don't go off the track, you know? Like, maybe that's an idea they could do. Have stricter track. And they had, I think, strict-ish track limits, but not... Probably, they could be strict. Just for the S's. Just yeah, it is just they for the only S's. Had it for the S's. I mean, yeah, so it's like I don't know. We're racing on Bristol dirt in two weeks. I know it's different, but dude, come on. <laughs> like just let that, that is corner so funny. let that corner have dirt on it. I'm sorry that it just happened. Just they will figure it out. I made a tweet that I'm hearing that NASCAR is going to run Bristol dirt entirely under yellow because they found some dirt on the track. Holy crap. I don't crap. know if you guys heard about that. It's gonna take a while on to the clean track up. at Bristol. Yellow flag. Yellow that that flag. red flag to clean up all that dirt will still be shorter than last year's red flag. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. God, what are we doing um, here? It's just like, and it, uh, and then let's also get into like you know, <laughs> God, I can't with NASCAR now. Why is this our first debris caution in like six years? <laughs> 
Oh, I know, you know it's why. not. But you like, know why. You know, it felt like the first. I know we've had other debris cautions. But this there was were the f- more debris cautions yesterday oh. than there have been in, since stages got introduced. Like, easily. There's probably data been. on that, too. Like, mm-hmm. God, why are we throwing a caution to pick up one piece of debris on a three-point-something-mile track? Yeah. We have no better like, technology to handle a- this. Why don't they do local yellows? I don't understand. I don't know. Probably because Ross Chastain can't drive half the time. Would probably hit one of the officials. I don't literally like. <laughs> he's probably mad at somebody. Uh, no, they would. Uh, Some drivers would be having a feud in the local yellow zone, and then they, whatever. Um, I mean, I would like to see them try something like that. Um, because, yeah, we can't do that. I'm sorry. This is stupid. They NASCAR yeah. loved it. They we they get to have a ten wide restart going into turn one. And Joey Logano got to hit like five different people, so that was probably great for them. But man, we had a great uh, race. Well, we didn't need that. We did. We did. Oh, I'm so sad that I was like, I'm loving this race. I was texting you that I'm loving this race, and then Brad Keselowski stops on the track, and I'm like, well, I did. Yeah, I did why, love this Brad? Race. Come on, dude. Like, you literally were about to win last week, and now your team brings, like, like what, your team brings, like, a box of crackers for a car this week? Like, what are you doing? Did, did you see the tweet that said, remember how Brad Keselowski said we should have done stage racing a lot earlier? So he did that on purpose. He, there was a joke tweet. But he... So I did not funny. know he thought that. That's crazy. He, he did he did say that, like, the first year or two of stages. No, he yeah, was, he like, wanted, like, mid-race points. I don't think he really wanted... Did he want stage cautions? That I don't recall, but he did say that's he why. Liked. Okay, well, if he did want stage costumes, that's why he left Penske but, and now owns a and team. Point so. is, is it was a very funny joke. Yeah, but anyway, funny. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about another joke. Uh, the last ten laps so, of the race, and honestly, he, I'm going to connect it to our last point because the debris cautions. I think they hurt a lot less if we know that there won't be overtime, and we know that there's almost no chance or less likely of a chance for this race to turn into an absolute wreck fest. I think having that, you know, losing the fuel mileage battle, that's one thing, but then, you know, losing those top four guys battling, and it just evolves into a wreck fest with these crazy double file restarts, it's like, that's a whole nother thing in itself, and overtime certainly doesn't help that, and Alex... We you we were talking about this before the podcast even started. You think it's a kind of an issue with the lack of respect being too far gone to fix an entire kind of era of drivers. Like I elaborate on that and like what exactly mm-hmm. do you mean? Well, the current era of drivers is basically like um Blaney, Ty Gibbs. I'm not saying they're all grouped together, but you know, yeah, Blaney, but, you Ty know, Gibbs. It's a spectrum, but yes, and... you're right. Eric Jones, like this Ross Chastain, group. I'm not even, saying these guys honestly? specifically. Ross Chastain, he's kind of the poster Ross child. Probably the glowing him. example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like this crop of guys. NASCAR kind of embraced the idea of like you can do whatever you want on the track, and we Brian, won't really penalize. Brian it France it. keyed it right, core coined it. Yeah, right? yeah. Boys have at it. Yeah, like they kind of grew up. In the sport with that, I mean, Ty Gibbs was mind. like nine years old when Brian, or no, heck, right. he was like seven when Brian France mm-hmm. said that. 
that's when I started watching NASCAR. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Ty, that's and, all Ty Gibbs knows as NASCAR. Right. And they just never policed it. So I just don't think you can go back and fix it. Like, we're far gone from the Mark Martin days, the Jeff Gordon days. Well, yeah. Bill Elliott days. Like, we're gone from that. We are not there anymore. We're Kyle Busch is one of the cleanest guys in the field now. Quite literally. And Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch are the cleanest guys in the sport. Tell someone that, like, 20 years ago. That is like, kind what? of insane. Because Kevin... Yeah. Well, apparently... Apparently, Harvick was getting really aggressive on the restarts yesterday, but um, but yeah, no, you're well, right. You have like, to. Well, yeah, well, you have and that's to get the, so. What I'm th- saying, what I was kind of saying earlier, if I can remember what I was saying, I think I was saying like, y- you know, I if the if there is no overtime, I don't think drivers race like this because it's almost detrimental. I talked about Daytona, for example. At Daytona, mm-hmm. it's actually good if you wreck somebody. Because you get another restart it and you is. get more chances to make passes. Same thing at Coda. In fact, it's even better at Coda because it takes like three minutes for the white flag to come out. Like, you know, it's I yeah. I think it the peak the ultimate strategy is to race like Ross Chastain. You do not give a single F about anybody. No one's gonna pay you back anyways, because they just don't. Or rarely they might. Like Denny kind of did at Phoenix, I guess, but like and then you get like twenty positions on or ten positions on a restart. You know who cares? Whoever you hit, not your problem. And yeah, you have to race like that. And if you wreck somebody, good, you did your job. Now you get another restart. Like I think if you get rid of overtime, there's a lot less reason for drivers to race like that. They still probably will. Like Ty Gibbs will still wreck Brandon Jones at Martinsville, but also, yeah, you know. I don't think it's impossible to start policing it. Like, I think I I'm annoyed at people in this sport that say that we can't go backwards on things because like we can. They've done it before. It doesn't matter how long it's been. We literally we did literally just get rid of stage yellow. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Exactly. Can. Like we why why? Yeah. And we'll talk about, you know, single file restarts. Why can't we go back to single file restarts? They did it at Dirt Bristol for half a race. Why can't mm. we make the playoff format simpler? Why can't we, you know, it's, it's I just, just don't random think, stuff. I just don't think you can with the current mentality and the lack of respect that there is, that's out there with these drivers. I don't think you can NASCAR can just change that. They would have to start doing judgment calls. Yeah, it would get really it, it messy just would at get first. So it would get so messy and it would just devolve into madness. That's why I think the solution here so we're not wasting an hour of every broadcast doing overtime is to either limit it to just one because I don't think you can actually get rid of overtime. I think limiting it to one is fine. Be in case, like, yeah. for the case where it's, like, nine laps to go, and but you need a long caution, so that it's not like, oh, we need to clean this up quick. Like, okay, just give them one more restart. That's fine. I'm fine with that. But the unlimited overtimes absolutely have to stop. No three attempts, one attempt. That's all we need, honestly. Yeah. I'd be very I mean, happy with that. I used to be one of the people who wanted overtime time because i thought it was unlimited overtime i thought it was goofy that's like we're gonna do all this we could still un- end under yellow yeah so it's like we should just give as many chances as we can whatever but then it still ends under but yellow anyways <laughs> yeah i know it ends under yellow anyway so it's just like what are we 
doing. Um, yeah, at this point, it wastes too much. This, these races are long enough. You know what I mean? Like, we're ready for it to like, end. This race, this race went by so fast yeah. for me. But then, like the what? The final two laps well, took like a half an hour. I mean, think about like, it. It's ridiculous. When we were watching that Byron and Reddick battle and the fuel mileage stuff starting to happen, we were ready for that race to finish. You know what I mean? Like, we're ready for we the were. finish to come. We're like, yes, I can't wait for this finish. I can't wait to see what happens. Right? But we don't need another hour of stuff we that's don't. not that that we don't actually care about that just looks makes the sport look silly you know yep yep it's just a time waster and then tv yeah. doesn't look it's not good for tv either so yeah. um so kyle bush uh said this after atlanta this is a quote i've tried to talk to guys they don't listen so i've lost oh. interest in talking to them when you intentionally drive over somebody then you know you're gonna get punched in the face afterwards and then after no, they don't. Coda, they never. No, the, I hate when drivers keep saying that, but they don't do anything about it. Punch somebody in the face, Kyle. Like I'm sorry, you. He's. I all respect to him, but y'all don't do anything. Even Denny Hamlin barely does anything to Ross Chastain. He needs to beat his ass, but he won't. I'm just saying. See, they're not doing so anything after Coda. After Coda, mm-hmm. Kyle Busch. Is- Standing beside Ross Chastain. There's a video of this. It's very funny. <laughs> uh, Ross Chastain walks up to do an interview beside Kyle Bush. And when Ross walks up, Kyle says to the interview he's doing, somebody else that doesn't know anything about being clean, he says while pointing to Ross Chastain. <laughs> it was very it was very funny. He's so messy. Oh my god. T <laughs> Yeah. Why is so, Kyle Bush one of my favorite drivers? <laughs> He's literally no because yeah. Ross Chastain's the new villain. Kyle Busch is like the new like he's kind of like Jeff Gordon, where a lot of people hated him early in his career, but then late in his career, how many Jeff Gordon fans are there? Right, he's one of the most popular drivers at the end of his career. Kyle Busch is like Jeff Gordon in that regard. That's crazy. I would compare him to Tony Stewart or even Tony. So. Yeah, but like yeah, like that's crazy yeah, because. Jeff never really gave his opinion as much as Tony Stewart did. I think he's more like Tony Stewart. Yeah. But so I, again, the respect thing, I think it's, it's not quickly fixable, but it's, it's, I mean, overtime's one of those little things that harbors this aggressive, no respect racing. That's what that's. So that was kind of my, Zach, I have a question. Yes. So do you think these older guys like Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, they should go beat someone's ass and say, stop racing like a maniac out there, and that'll fix the problem. They either need to rent them back to go around or beat their to ass. all 30 of these guys and kick their asses. All 30 of them who are acting like idiots That's out true. there. That's true. They need to go That's, yeah, when it's beat one of their of asses them. one at a time. Like, Is come it, on, <sighs> think about it. Like, I don't know if right. you can do that. I don't, I mean, certainly though, if there's like, a guy that's like really getting on your nerves i feel like but even like jensen button or no jordan taylor said yesterday he's like i got hit more times in this race than i have my whole career so it's like that is a point but i like i i do stay on the fact that like if you're denny hamlin you need to do something about ross but um well i guess he kind of did Mm -hmm. he tried to but you know i don't know i have more optimism again I don't think that things can change and then they can never go back. That's my philosophy. Like, I don't think if we like if we went back to full season points this year, I think people would be mad about it for one year. One year. 
just one year. Yeah. Then yeah. anyone that really doesn't <laughs> like it would leave. And then we'll get a good championship battle or just whatever. And then we'll be like, this was better. Or like, whatever. I don't really care. The racing in the regular season. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's like if you're going to make people mad by changing back stuff, you know, so I think it is a rules, a NASCAR culture issue rather than a driver mentality issue, even though it is also a driver mentality issue because they grew up mm-hmm. in this culture of NASCAR. I think if you go back and change some of the NASCAR things, the drivers, I mean, they'll have to follow, right? I mean, if if they start getting parked for racing like Ross Chastain or Ty Gibbs, they will stop doing what they are doing. I'm just saying NASCAR has more control than they think they do. So, or well, then you, then we mm-hmm. think we we do. They know they have control, but you're right though. And At the same time, but- you are right. Yeah, I I just, again, I worry about judgment calls. I just worry that NASCAR will just take some things as bad and they'll penalize it than other things they won't. Oh, yeah, like Chase Elliott. Where's the line? Chase Elliott roughs up somebody, I'm serious. Like, they love him. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you, I think think where you start, though. Because it's easy to get overwhelmed and ahead of ourselves. Where you start is handling overtime. After you handle overtime, you look at these restarts. Um, and one of our listener listeners wanted to ask us if we think single file restarts should come back. Um, and you know whether that's just road courses everywhere. Because part of me, as a racing purist, thinks single file restarts are just the best. There's no reason to double them up. It's just to create chaos. Mm. Another part of me is like, double file restarts are cool. But, you know, mm-hmm. they are just cool. They It's cool to see stock cars go two by two into the corner. And for super speedways, it's cool. It makes sense. They're going to get two by two anyways. But at the same time, it's like, I kind of just want to see them single file and then see who makes the move first. It gives drivers, yeah. honestly, it gives drivers more room to make moves going into the corner. Like, I just... Yeah, I don't know. Like, so, yeah. first of all, th- this question is from at the abandoned X yeah. on Twitter. Thank you for the question. Yep. Um, Thank you. So, the person who actually made the point that I agree with the most on this is Daryl Waltrip. Daryl Waltrip basically said, "Let's just line them up single file if we have a caution come out in the last ten laps or something." I'm down for, for that. I think double file is fine. But I think for the last 10, why not? Just do single file, and that would really prevent us from having to sit just there for single as long, file and then the overtime won't be as stupid. I would just do single file for the whole race. I don't like the inconsistency. That's just me, though. And it seems backwards. I, like, fans would think it's backwards, but, you know. As I said, they would just be mad for a I little think, while. <laughs> well, exactly. I don't think they'd be mad for that long. And it would just... They do this at dirt tracks all the time, where if these drivers can't get their crap together... Yeah, because they want to actually okay, finish their race. single file. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean... So it's just like to prevent chaos yeah. from erupting, let's just go single file. God. Yeah, because like... Ugh, God. Road courses single file would be cool. It's, but honestly, we almost... The thing is... For ovals and stuff, it's like, I'm kind of like, eh, it doesn't really matter that much. But for road, some of these road courses, like Coda and then Indianapolis with these really, 
you know, tight turn ones, it's like, I'm almost starting to think you almost need single file restarts just so that we can actually, like, not go 10 wide. Because, yeah, like, I think just to give the drivers a little bit more control, um, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's something I'm a little on the fence about. But if I had to vote, I would vote for single file restarts. Definitely on road courses. I wouldn't mind them on ovals. Honestly. And yeah. again, it's like, we can't do that. We can't go back on, you know, having double file rest- Yeah, we can. Y'all are just, y'all think we can't for some reason. You know? Yeah. I I, I think we should do a fair watch episode, my friend. That's probably the best answer, really. But, yeah. and you know, by the way, we don't need to go 10 wide, 6 wide, whatever the hell they're actually doing. Yeah. Turn 1 at Coda, turn 1 at Indy Road Course, it's stupid. But that goes back, like, yeah, It's not the track's that does, fault. That does it's go back the to fault. the driver's respect. And, you know, yeah, yes. but that also then connects to, like, you know, NASCAR does not penalize Joey Logano for stuffing at 6 wide and using 4 cars to turn. Like, yeah. But you the know. thing is, is that if you do single file, you won't have the 6 wide. It's you hard, might have yeah. 3 wide. Yeah, which is yeah. fine. And that's honestly mm-hmm. that's still entertaining and that's easier to see. I think the th- I think I think the thing with NASCAR and this kind of happened with pack racing, you're just overwhelming the viewer with too much stuff to look at. And that sounds like yeah. someone p- would probably hear me say that and be like you're such a narc for saying that. Like you literally just want the most boring race ever, but I'm serious, it's hard to focus on like when you have 27 cars on your screen, it's very hard to like actually watch what you need to watch. So that's my take. Um, yeah. Links the abandoned deck for that. And also want to talk about Daniel Suarez at the end of the race. Um, at Cephalab, Alyssa uh, sent us this question about Daniel Suarez at the end of the race. Uh, he was mad at Alex Bowman and his teammate, Ross Chastain. <laughs> Word of the day is Ross Chastain. Everyone mad at Ross Chastain. Uh, so Daniel Suarez, after the race, flies by Chastain and like kind of taps him. But then coming onto pit road, he rams into the back of Alex Bowman. Mm-hmm. Which, On by the way, road. these cars aren't good with rear end impacts. My man one. literally had a concussion and, last year, but thanks, Daniel. Like, what, <laughs> what are we doing? And also, as you said, it's on pit road. Yeah. Um. Wasn't a fan of this. I before we talk about this, wasn't a I fan. Say you you wouldn't have done it yourself. Is it just that mm, not <laughs> no. I would have done no. something different. No. <laughs> if it were me, I would have kindly talked. I would have lightly instead. tapped his back um, bumper on pit road. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Suarez as someone who hasn't really defended himself, he kind of gets pushed around a lot. Yeah. So I'm glad <laughs> that he's standing up for himself. Set the right? Phoenix that one time. But yeah, no, you're right. For most of his career, yeah. he has not really. <laughs> yeah, except for that one time at Phoenix. Except for yeah, that yeah. one time but... he was really mad at Phoenix. But besides that, no, but you're right. Like, he kind of does get pushed around a little bit, I feel like. Um, especially just with his place. His mm-hmm. his place is in the sport. He's been, you know, he hopped around a bunch of teams. He finally found a place at Track House where I think he gets respect from the owners. Um, respect from well, I guess not his teammate, but you know, respect from the the rest of the NASCAR community because he's he won last year at Sonoma that gained him a lot of respect as a driver. It did show him, yeah, I won that Xfinity Championship for a reason. Don't mess with me. I can win races. Yeah. I made the playoffs. I can, you know, I'm I'm a good race car driver. Didn't he make it to the round of twelve? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he he's a great race car driver, an Xfinity Series champion, right? Um, yeah. Wasn't a very championship move to do what he did on um you know on pit road. I mean, yeah. And Bowman, what Bowman said, go talk to your teammate because it wasn't me. And you know that just goes back to what we talked about: drivers going in there, literally using four cars to slow down, playing bumper cars in turn one. It's like. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, it's very ridiculous. And Alyssa, who sent us this question, also sent us the rule for if this happens. It is new for this year. Yeah, so at the beginning of the year. Inten- if you intentionally damage a car on pit road, there's this whole section in the rule book now about it. Um, it says 25, 250 point penalty, somewhere ranging in there. And or, they added the and or this year mm-hmm. uh a 25k to 50k fine and then it also says there's possible suspension for 2020 for the 2023 yeah um so by that it does seem like a penalty is going to come his way he out just he broke the rule um and so what the penalty because mm-hmm. honestly if they parked him for a week <laughs> i wouldn't even be like that's too harsh no you cannot do that on pit yeah. road. I don't care. If an official was in front of Bowman's car, getting ran over. I'm there sorry. Was. There was. Lord there have was, mercy. Flat there Stanley? There was an official to the left of Alex's car. Like, yeah, you can't You can't right. do that. Park him for a week. I don't care. Yo, Nat, here's how you fit Nat, mm, Alex. Here's how you fix this issue of respect. You park these guys. Take them out of the race car. Who said that? Someone said that you really catch their attention when you take them out of the race car. Like, mm-hmm. that really... Ca- Didn't they have, like, a detention thing where it's, like, you can't even be at home? You have to, like, be, like, somewhere... You have to be at, like, a NASCAR office or something during the race or something? I don't know if that's true. I I heard... Oh, no idea what you're talking about. There was... I heard it on, like, DBC or something before... It wasn't the Josh Williams thing. It was something way before. I'll, whatever. But yeah, like actually, like taking mm-hmm. them out of the car though, that catches their attention. If you want drivers to stop doing something, yeah. take. I mean, you know, Josh Williams got parked for a week. No one probably will ever park their car on the front stretch again. So point. Good point. I mean, really good if point. you don't want people, if you really don't want people doing that on pit road, you have to make an example of this. So and I know Daniel's a great person. Mm. He's a great race car driver. That was great just a guy. misjudgment. He was frustrated. Um, you do stupid things Even when the you're moment. mad. Um, it's still what he still does need to face the consequences of it, though. So that's my opinion on it. And I yeah. again, I would not be upset if they yeah. parked him. So not that it matters, I anyways. It's the regular either. season. Like he, then he's gonna get a waiver. So whatever. I forget what the penalty... I should have looked this up. I forget what they gave Brad Keselowski in 2014 when he did this mm-hmm. split in the fall race. Remember yeah. that? He backed into Tony Stewart. He was trying to get after Matt Kenseth, and then Matt Kenseth attacked him. And yeah. Tony Stewart put it in reverse. That's Good Matt Kenseth! Times. Good times. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I, I know Brad got that something race, for that. that. My life peaked in 2014, NASCAR, I swear. <laughs> God. Uh but yeah, um, so after that, I, I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Brad got something 
for that. I don't remember what, yeah. but I'm sure it's a more strict penalty now. It should be. Because they added that this year. Yeah. yeah. I don't okay. know. A few more things. A few more things. Uh, Jensen Button said <laughs> that the race was 60% fun, but Uh-oh. 40% a bit silly. That is then how I would quote, describe most NASCAR races. I would change the Very percentages true. a little bit sometimes. Like, that's a good NASCAR race. You know what I mean? That's a pretty good NASCAR race. 60% mm. fun. Because most of the time, it's 80% silly and, like, 20% fun. <laughs> like, honestly. Very true. That's so, pretty good. <laughs> uh, this this quote stood out to me. He said, yeah. revenge is enjoyable, meaning he liked, re- liked hitting back at people. God. But there are points where it feels we can do better. And, I, you know, he summed it up perfectly, in my opinion. Yeah. And what I said about Jordan Taylor, you know, he took insane amount of hits than what he's compared to in, like, IMSA, for example. It's like, you know, I think it's fine that NASCAR is a contact sport, but dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's, and yeah, it's Jordan crazy. Taylor, Jordan Taylor had said on social media that he was, like, trying to stay clean early in the race, but they, they started hitting him early, and he's like, well, I guess I can't do that. That's kind of sad. Poor guy. Like, it's sad. In yeah. that, oh God, it, it keeps going back to that discussion about respect. It's like the meta or the, the best tactic is to drive like an a-hole. You get taken yep. advantage of when you drive clean. It's sad that it's like, I feel like in a perfect world, you should be able to drive clean mm. or aggressive in NASCAR. I think only having to drive clean, especially in NASCAR, is kind of boring in a sense, it loses some of the spirit of NASCAR racing. You know what I mean, Alex? And then, like, yeah. but yeah. when you have to be aggressive, you can't Mark Martin it, that's not cool either. There has to be a balance. And right now, it's leaning way too much towards aggression, where something like maybe F1, I mean, open wheels, way different. But F1 would yeah. be, you know, like, it's leaning towards you have to race clean. Well, actually, honestly, though, nah, Max Verstappen, but... <laughs> But yeah, like yeah. it's Jensen. So these guys coming in here when they come from sports, Emza, I think Emza has a decent balance because Emza drivers, they can get away with a lot of stuff, but not too much, right? Like if you shove a guy off the track, you're probably mm-hmm. getting a penalty, but that doesn't mean you can't hit the guy a little bit. Yeah, they can still bump and bang. We saw that at Sebring. Yeah, so they it's can like bump and bang. Emza's and got that. Yeah. Look at Emza. Emza's got it pat down on exactly what you need to do on what probably NASCAR should be more like. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, a few more things. Bubba Wallace. Yeah, this um, when is, he was out of the race. This may, I feel for um, this one. He said that he should be replaced um, because he had made two mistakes uh, two weeks in a row. Um, I just feel bad for the guy. I appreciate. And then his teammate went on to dominate and win the race. And that um, doesn't make it better either. Like especially like, yeah. yeah. I that here's the thing. It's I appreciate um the people on Twitter that like opened up about their own the kind of mental health, um Me to kind of like normalize it. I appreciate the people that were kind of like explaining why Bubba would even say something like that because that's that is ridiculous for Bubba Wallace to say right. He won he's won two races in his career. He made the playoffs. He's fast. He is fast. He is he did one not of our... make the. He did not make the playoffs. He didn't make the. Pl- oh, he was yeah, driving he was in the Kirk 40... Bush's car. That's why I was like, yeah, he didn't make the playoffs. But the forty-five I... car was in the playoffs. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And Just it, a back but, check there. But, but yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, but obviously he's a very um competent driver. He obviously shouldn't be replaced. But 
mental illness does that to your brain. It will remove all self um, confidence in you. It will remove all self uh, self esteem from you, and that's exactly we've seen Bubba struggle with it before. You know, like uh, forgot where, but like I know there's like it was a good moment at like one of the all star races he raced into. Like we've seen him struggle with this before, and mm-hmm. it's honestly I I appreciate him being vulnerable, like on I kind of vulnerable on TV, even though he wasn't trying to be. It was just like a very you know. Yeah, it it sucks. It does make me feel sad for him. I hope it's something they also, I think, as a team, they have to work on. Because even I mean, I play competitive like Splatoon. You your mental has to be good. If it's not good, you're not going to do anything right. Right. And that can that goes inside and outside the car. Right. Like that, you know, if you're not mentally ready for the race or if you're not mentally well, you're not going to prepare for the race correctly. I have to imagine. So. It's something and that I hope they get Bubba help for. I imagine he has some too. kind of therapist, right? Like or some kind of sports therapist or something that, you know, but well, and also look at the people he has around him, like Kurt Busch, the turnaround he has had oh my in God. his life and career we, is we have to, yeah. incredible. And Denny Hamlin um, struggled with sports, like uh, sports Denny mental Hamlin, health 2010. And so he's and, sure. yeah. And Kurt Busch, yeah. I mean, he was choking up in the booth yesterday. Cause you know, I mean, he, he wishes he was in that car still. Like that was very obvious yesterday. Yeah. I kind of forgot about how obvious it was yesterday. But yeah, he's surrounded by, and even Tyler Reddick, I think, is probably someone that's very you know sensitive to those kinds of things. I think he is surrounded by a very great team. And we talked about how twenty three eleven is a great happy team, right? I think there's no yeah. better team that Bubba Wallace could be a part of in the sport. I agree to help him with this. Um, one more thing on that is that I have struggled with mental health, like badly and when you have depression like you will your brain will be telling you the worst thing your brain gaslights you you. yeah it does and you will believe it it's just like you'll just believe that all these terrible things about yourself and to move on and just like push that out is well, sounds impossible. And we're just it, normal it just feels people. Impossible in the moment. We're just normal yeah. people. We're not Bubba Wallace with like a million people that hate us. You know, just because yeah. he's black, like that. I mean, that's Very a true. that's a whole nother layer on top of it. He can't go to social media to feel better. If anything, he needs to stay off social yeah. media. Like that's sad. That's really sucks. Yeah, yeah. it's hard enough as a normal person, yeah. you know. So it's God, because. Yeah. There are literally people that say he should be fired, not because he made a mistake. You know, I don't want to get yeah. to that, but yeah. Well, so. and that's the thing is like, not only is he thinking that himself, he has people out there who wrongfully think that about him, and I'm sure he reads it. You know, yeah. How do you that's, not? That's not Probably easy. Accident. Like you can't. Yeah. He 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 would like to use Twitter. He would like to just use yeah. Twitter to see what his buddies are doing. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I hope Bubba is okay today, like doing better and yeah, self care. I hope, and, yeah, take care of himself yeah. this week before we go to Richmond. I, I, I hope so. That'd be really, yeah. really um, important. Yeah, and then let's wrap up this segment before we go into our break. Uh, Fox Sports is actually not a negative Fox Sports segment, if you guys can believe it. Um, yeah, they had the radio communication transcripts like you see an f1 on screen that that was amazing oh my god more of that more because slay of the week it's just that it yes i slay the whole like 
I can't on so many levels is that cool accessibility for people that have trouble hearing um the professionalism mm-hmm. in it because it's like they actually put an effort to show us this radio transcript they didn't just grab the audio file yeah you know what I mean like they actually put in the yeah. effort to show us it like I just think that's so cool and it just that it just took it up a level I I did I love that I really love that yeah. um to be so to Kudos be the box for that yeah um yeah. what did you think Alex about Steiner and Kurt Bush in the booth and Chase Elliott was um, chiming in on like video call which I thought was interesting how what did you think about all so, that because I missed a few chunks of the race um starting with Kurt Bush he was phenomenal and As like always. you said earlier like yep. he was getting emotional in the booth like that was really cool God, yeah um he, he brought really good insight and he was flustered during all the craziness he's like again really like you know he was cheering for tyler reddick oh my god but it was also yeah. just like what's well, a rule about unlimited overtime he did not know that apparently i love the honesty kurt bush and not even yeah. kurt but he brought it out in clint clint was being a lot more honest yesterday than he normally is yes. did you notice that too he was mm-hmm. like a to- that's clint, what i was I gonna say god, clint boyer is a different person every week literally yes it's like whether he take i don't want to joke i take medicine it's like if he takes his medicine or not i swear that's why i hope i don't know how he and kevin harvick gel but i hope it's like he and clint kurt bush because that was again one of clint boyer's best performances in the booth they were actually criticizing nascar for the debris cautions in the booth and not even just because of that but like boyer was providing decent analysis yesterday it was kind of weird not used to that from him Fox across the board was actually pretty good yesterday. Yeah. To be real honest with you. And Luther Steiner did yeah. not say much. That's the thing. But that's my thing. I honestly feel like they he yeah. honestly in everything he said, I'm just like, why is he even here? Yeah. I don't think he was necessarily needed. But yeah. when they would I think Boyer did a good job actually of trying to bring Gunther into the conversation. It's like well, he would say Gunther. Well, Gunther, um, Gunther. you it's work like- <laughs> with you work with strategy. How would you do this? And you know, Gunther actually had interesting analysis. And I, I like when he brought F one into it. Like Clint would ask him about how they yeah. do it in F one. Like they were talking about we don't like yeah. Gunther was talking about how we they don't have to worry about fuel in F one at all. And Clint didn't know that. Like that was a <laughs> that was, you know we yeah. know it, but like you know most yeah, yeah. fans don't. So that's cool. It was cute and. I liked that they had him. I think it was cute. I just don't think it was necessary, but like it wasn't bad. Yeah, it what um, makes sense he, why Kurt was there too, because it's like if it's just mm-hmm. Gun- Gunther and Clint and Mike, that is uh, awkward. Yikes. That's gonna be an awkward boost. So I wanna ask you before I talk about Chase Elliott and this other thing with Gunther, uh you gave the Slay of the Week last week. Do you I don't know if you recall that, but you gave the Slay of the Week last week that they were putting Gunther Steiner in the booth. I don't know, yeah. Um you did. Was it Slay of the Week? I mean, Gunther wasn't, to be honest. I think he kind of... Okay. I wouldn't. I don't want to say underperformed, but he just... You know. I didn't... Well, I didn't watch the first half just, of the race, too, though. Yeah. But I'm just like... He didn't add anything too valuable besides the little F1 nuggets. I think Kurt Busch slayed. Definitely. I mean, again, Kurt Busch okay. brought something out of Clint that was great. And we saw Mike Joy on Twitter this week. He finally got over... The keyboard warrior drama yeah, because true. he was the one he apologized. He literally because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he finally got over it, which hopefully is you know it because I I think he's 
big he's he's Mike Joy. Yeah. He doesn't need to be involved in that. Like stop. Yeah. I wasn't I yeah, wasn't upset about it for... anymore, but he was. But Oh, I'm not I'm 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 over it. I'm th- I'm yeah. glad that Mike Joy apologized for that. It was but, yeah. yeah, um so like y- you know other thing? Kurt, yeah, so I think the booth was overall slay, but it was mostly just Kurt Bush. Yeah. I think Gunther could have been like a pre-race segment. He could have been like where a... they like ask him about Yeah. Yeah, he could have been ask like him a... about the fuel. Mm-hmm. Ask him about the strategy, etc. In the pre-race and... segment, yeah, yeah. What if him and like Larry were hanging out or something? I know Larry's not even at the track, so it's like kind of lame. It's but like fun, or like yeah, I don't know. Put him with like... Larry in the booth next week. By the way, dude, so excited. Oh my god, I can't wait. Because they had Chad in the booth um last year to break down the strategy, and I couldn't watch the race. I'm not planning to go to Richmond, so. Um, unless that somehow changes, yeah. but like, I'm excited for Larry. That's going to be great. Um, yeah, you know, and, um, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's going to be great. So, I don't know what else you could expect. I hope Clint, the thing about Clint and I kind of said it with Kurt, but like Clint is performing based on who his partner is. I think we've yep. talked about that. He very relies on whoever is par- partnered with him. I don't do him and yeah. Larry get along really good. Right. Normally. I think so. I'll tell you what, though, he was awful with Chad Knauss. Chad Knauss was brilliant, but he was a disaster. Yeah, it was that week. So I, like I said, I just hope that with Kevin Harvick next year, if he is like how he was yesterday with Kurt Busch, they they hit they hit a home run. Well, because him and Kurt like, used to be not, teammates. Clinton Kurt used to be teammates. Yeah. Clinton Kevin used to be teammates. I think they'll be fine. I think because they know each other already, and I think they've probably been in the booth already. And I feel like it was really good. So, like for an Xfinity, I don't race recall, or but yeah, probably for Xfinity or um, something. So yeah. So two little tidbits. Uh, Chase Elliott, that was fine. I get why they're that doing that. Quality. They're trying to get people to tune in. They, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Webcam? Really? What? You think people? Is that really a thing? Yes. People are tuning in to the race just because yes. Chase Elliott is yes on Zoom. Yes. <laughs> I, I guarantee you that that is exactly why they did this. But, but Zach just got up and walked away. I'm serious. Like the, I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that that is why Fox did this. No. And they got him a really nice webcam. He had a good microphone. Like it wasn't bad. Like I thought it was going to be. But I don't think he added anything. He was just there to be Chase Elliott. Zach is still laughing. He- he, I wouldn't say he added nothing, or I don't know what you actually said, but he, uh, God, he, there was a point yesterday where he was talking about, like, he liked how the drivers were respecting each, each other, and he has that perspective as a current driver fair. that, you know, Clint doesn't exactly have, so I mm-hmm. thought that was a fair kind of thing to bring up, and he wasn't there all the time, so I think it was, honestly, I think he probably contributed more than Gunther. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's definitely yeah. true. Um, I, it was just to get people to tune back in. Is he at, like? 100%. Is chasing like a? Uh, does he have crutches or something? He probably yeah. He's probably he probably don't want to fly. Never mind. I was more like fly him to the probably. track, but that'd be dumb. <laughs> God. Yeah. So one more thing, and then we'll move on to our break and then make our talk about the tea and everything. Uh, Gunther Steiner. One more point. This made me laugh. Uh, they're apparently giving away Michael Waltrip's Jeep or something. I don't know if you saw this. It was very funny. And Clint's like, oh, I don't know what I'd do with Michael's Jeep. 
Gunther, would you want Michael Waltrip's Jeep? Do you know what Gunther said? What? He said, no. No. Just no. No. <laughs> just <laughs> no. I I died. It was so funny. God. And then Clint's just like, oh, come on. It ain't that bad. He said something like that. It was very funny. Alex, do you remember this is a little off topic? Do you remember the show Shake It Up? Yeah, the Disney Channel show. Gunther yeah. and Tinka. I just <laughs> that's, oh. I, that's what I just thought that's... of. Gunther. <laughs> God. Yeah, um, Gunther and Clint. They should dress up like them. Gunther, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, we'll see God. how Larry is next week. Um. But I honestly, I like how Fox did that. That was kind of out of left field. Um. I'll be interested if they get Dale Jr. back for Talladega again. That'd be really cool. I to hope see. so. I think that's cool. They should do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see. But yeah, so we'll go ahead and take our break, and we will be back to talk about some some IndyCar theme tea. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is time for everyone's favorite segment, the tea, where we talk about all the random kind of gossip and you know drama and little you know little bits of tea that are happening in the motorsports world. We don't have too much for you this week, but it is all IndyCar themed. And mm-hmm. we're going to start with a discussion on motorsport games or motorsports games, whatever, whatever they're called. Who cares? Um, if you don't know, they are the current um, license holder for NASCAR video games and uh, IndyCar video games. And I think they're making a World Endurance Championship game or something. They're trying to make games for a lot of different. Oh, really? Yeah, they're, they're trying to do huh. way too much when they can't even do one thing, which is funny um so and financially they've been very uh what's the word screwed so they delayed the indie car game to 2024 it was supposed to come out this year which i kind of forgot when that was even announced i didn't realize i honestly did not realize it was supposed to come out this year <laughs> which is kind of like crazy um nascar game apparently not happening this year either when there wasn't one last year um, they made NASCAR 21 Ignition, which was a flop. It sucked. It's glitchy. It Big time flop. Removed so yeah. many features that NASCAR Heat 5 had. I mean, it was just stupid. Um, they also, it's funny though, it was such a flop that they planned to release 2022 DLC for NASCAR Heat 5. The next-gen cars, the paint schemes and stuff. They were going to release it like last fall, like October or November or something. That didn't happen. It got delayed indefinitely. They say it's still happening, I think. Um, but they like they haven't canceled it yet. That's the thing. But it's still yeah. not here. And there's no signs of it coming anytime soon. Yeah. In addition, NASCAR Heat 5 servers have not been online. Um, so it, they, they're just a mess right now. The IndyCar CEO said that is, quote, hopeful. He's the only one that has hope in them. That it will launch in 2024. Um, again, it's, it's an exclusive deal with them, so no other developer can go out and make an IndyCar or a NASCAR game for that matter. And that's kind of the Even problem iRacing. here. Hmm? Even iRacing cannot have IndyCar because of that exclusivity deal. Wait, no, I yeah, that's, is... yeah, that's like a different thing than NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, it's like even more exclusive. Yeah. 
That's stupid. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but like that's a huge flop. I don't know why IndyCar would marketing ever do wise, that. yeah, it's horrible. Because iRacing is such an easy marketing thing that they have, yeah, and they just got rid of it for whatever reason. And they signed an exclusivity deal with a company that is barely a company. I mean, they're not going to be a company for much longer. Like they can't even get their stuff together. Yeah. Very frustrating as an IndyCar fan, as usual, as a gamer too. Like I want to play an IndyCar game so bad. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. I, that is literally our IndyCar game. That is literally our brand. We play, we like video games and we like motorsports. Yeah, I yeah. got into NASCAR because of a NASCAR video game. Like, think about all the IndyCar fans that you could attract with an IndyCar video game. That's what, again, I, that's how I got into NASCAR. I think it's so important to have a quality mm-hmm. video game. Video games are one of the biggest ways people consume media, especially with young people. Yep. That's how you grow your sport. Yeah. And the F1 game, 2020 or 2019, whichever one I have, that's the one... I got that, and it really got me more back into F1, and I hadn't watched them. Like, that has a, a whole eSport behind it, too. It's so huge. Yeah. Like, there's... it's Yeah, there's so many things that are positive for having a video game, and IndyCar hasn't had one, I believe, since, like, 2002-ish. Like, five? So yeah, it's, basically. Yeah, it's been around almost two decades, roughly two decades, since IndyCar's had a video game. And they were on iRacing. They pulled all their licenses from iRacing. That's crazy. Big mistake. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Motorsport games. I I had I had played Nascarid 5, but that wasn't by them, right? No, that it was, was by, by 704 games? or Monster 704. Yeah, it's like they kept changing the names. Okay, but um, okay. but they technically were made by different people. Motorsport games does okay. own, like, the... They own the rights to all the NASCAR heats and stuff. But they didn't make NASCAR heat. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I I bought NASCAR Heat Five and I really liked it. NASCAR Heat Five is pretty and, quality. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. Fun. And this is to be the longest uh, without a NASCAR game, won't it? I think that's kind of huge too, because NASCAR has luckily had consistently had a game almost every year. You know, they they missed the year, and I believe it was uh, two thousand nine. They only had that really mm. awful like kart racing NASCAR game. They didn't pro- have. There wasn't a game in 2010, I think, because there was NASCAR 09. You're right. Because there, there was one, a NASCAR 10. There was one on tw- the, about the 2010 season, but it came out in 2011. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Huh. Yeah. God. It's weird. <laughs> because I, I think it went from EA to Eutechnics. Yes. Right? Yeah, and then Eutechnics made yeah. one kind of every year, like they did Inside Line. They released a 2013 update, or it was a new game, but it was basically just a reskin. Um, and then 14 was new, 15 was a reskin, 16, Heat Evolution, and then we go through the Heat Saga, where they had one every year, they made small improvements, not that bad, could have been worse, but, yeah. Um, but, I don't yeah. have much else to say on this, but it is uh, it's sad. very frustrating. Yeah, it's sad. It's very For sad. NASCAR gaming fans, IndyCar fans, there are no IndyCar gaming fans, because, you know, there are no IndyCar games. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, F1 <laughs> is the only motorsport quality motorsport game right now, in my opinion. And when I say game, I don't mean simulator. I mean game. I can yeah. play as an F1 driver, do an F1 season. I can be put I, myself in the world. I don't want to just drive the car on sure. the tracks. I want to put myself in the F1 world with F1 drivers, the F1 championship, right? Like, that's what I want. We want that experience. 
same. And you know, I agree. You're probably I know you probably talk about the big three racing series. However, oh, World wait, of Outlaws yeah. racing game is phenomenal. Yeah, see, like that's a awesome. monster game. I should try that actually. Outstanding game. Supercross has a game as well. Those are actually like, pretty good. Every year, but it's like six years. Those are pretty good. Um, even the SRX, by the way, had a video game and has a yes. video game. It was also made by Monster. It was a SRX, and they made World of Outlaws. The World of Outlaws game, probably my favorite racing game since NASCAR Thunder 04. That's really, I yeah. really need to buy. Yeah. I, need, I haven't been playing racing games in the in a while though, because they just make me. St- not stressed. I don't even know what the word is. I get too mm-hmm. perfectionist about the settings and stuff, yeah. so I just stop playing them. But, um, yeah. But yeah, like it's embarrassing. It's sad. I because you know you don't want this. Hopefully they go bankrupt and then someone else can swoop in and get the literally though because they have this deal to like yeah. what twenty twenty nine or something like it's God like literally like oh God and then like Alex if Indy they do car, what are you doing if they do somehow release an indie car game. Bro, it's barely gonna mm-hmm. work. Like, yeah, it's barely yeah. gonna work. Yeah. Oh, God. Like the oval racing would probably um, suck. Actually, the oval racing would probably be fine. The road courses would probably suck, actually. So I'm thinking since yeah. it's like a NASCAR road courses, thing. I know it wasn't then, but the road courses in Heat Five are not good. God. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, hope that works out eventually it won't um i don't here's the thing i again i don't want it to work out i want them to go bankrupt so someone else can come get it because i have no zero faith in this company i mean i hope it works out in some capacity where we get a good indie card game and if that means someone goes bankrupt then sure then sure (laughs) well Um, it's a sacrifice i'm willing to make (laughs) yes yes i would let a thousand companies die in the name of indycar yes literally um speaking Um, of companies in indycar though how about companies that aren't dying companies that are thriving because they are um they are continuing their partnership with the greatest motorsport in america ntt NTT Data extends with IndyCar. NTT will become the second longest sponsor for the series, which I did not know. The new deal begins in 2024, so it was going to run out at the end of the year. Um, But yeah, the second longest deal. So apparently, Alex, you should be hyped about this. PPG used to sponsor IndyCar for 18 seasons. Like, whoa. Dude. Before you and I were born. Yeah. They ended in 1997. Neither of us were born in 97. FedEx was a sponsor for five seasons. IZOD takes me back. Um, What's it (laughs) called? Verizon, five seasons. And now NTT is hitting, what, six seasons, I guess. So, or I can't count. Yeah, six seasons. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't believe they said how long the deal goes, but I'm going to assume it's another, like, three-year deal, a four-year deal. So, I mean, great. Yeah, I'm, great. I'm excited. I didn't, I didn't realize that NTT's deal was ending after this season. Um, I mean, it's probably a good thing I didn't know. That means talks obviously went well, and they got it signed early in the year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good news. Very good news. Yep. Very good. Um. So IndyCars and IndyCars going to be back this week for um Texas you know it. at noon Eastern time, and let's do our, you know, our. Year-long on segment NBC. on Big NBC. So, NASCAR at Richmond start time. Let's make sure. Let's do our yearly kind of thing. Well, IndyCar and NASCAR conflict on the counter is currently zero. 
NASCAR starts at 3 p.m., so I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna conflict. I don't think so. No, okay, we're gonna stay at zero. Good job, guys. Good job, boys. Good job. Good team. job. Go. Hopefully, it doesn't rain at Texas. It probably won't. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, good job. Good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> Let's keep it going. <laughs> It'll be uh, 12 days or zero days since IndyCar and NASCAR conflicted. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Nice. Yeah. Like, Shall we move right into the Gay Racing Podcast fantasy? Unfortunately, because you beat my ass. Oh, God, I got to think of a pick for Texas. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to pause. I, I, I mean, gotta... you, you don't you don't you don't have to think I can beat your ass again. I'm Actually, fine with that. Wait, no, I have a pick. Never mind. I, I mean, I gave you a pick in the dock already if you want to take that one. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, sweetheart. It says Devlin DeFrancesco. You don't you don't want Devlin yeah, DeFrancesco? No, he He's gonna he's probably gonna practice acrobatics again mm. or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I should have joked Not about acrobatics. that. I don't think I should have joked about that. No. <laughs> I, I laughed. Okay. I'm as, just as guilty I, as you are. Anyway. So you're going to hell with me. <laughs> I mean, Anyways. we already gay, so I think we're both well, going anyway. Yeah. Um, so, IndyCart, Texas. Right. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll pick this dude. It's a dude. Oh, you're, so you're not picking Danica. My, did I ever tell you this one time? Mm-hmm. This guy on the radio. It, uh-huh. it, obviously, I live in Virginia, and the Richmond was coming up. This guy on the radio. It's like mid 2010s. Elliot Sadler's not racing anymore. This guy said, "I want Elliot Sadler to win this weekend." <laughs> oh my god! All right. Oh, let me um. Let me get this. I'm ready. Pick. It's I'm, already typed and everything. So. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Right. Three, two, one. Okay. Okay. We switched. We're just trading. We're just trading. So I know Joseph's. Th- so Alex picked Joseph. I picked Scott McLaughlin. Here's the thing. I don't think Joseph is mentally here right now. I. You think I, Joseph's just not here? I think there's something okay. wrong. There's something wrong with him. I don't know what it is. I've been having this feeling and. He might prove me wrong this weekend, but St. Pete, he never starts out strong at St. Pete, but, like, something's different about him this year. I know he's dominant Mm. on ovals, but I don't care. Scott McLaughlin's growing as a racer, as an oval racer, too, every single, like, as time passes. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Pato Award's going to be up there, too. McLaren's going to be strong. Rossi's going to be up there. Like, I just don't, I don't know, man. So... I took Joseph because I thought you were going to take Joseph and I wanted to take him off the board. So I guess I'm stuck with Joseph. Yeah, like, I mean, um, here's the thing. He could easily show up and just dominate. <laughs> like, yeah, he, that's why I'm like, well, this is a good, if you don't pick him, I'm still yeah, solid. So, But I think Scott McLaughlin, he might, he could show an edge over Joseph right now. It's hard to tell. So, I, yes, we're just going to do this all year. My pick. Are we just going to do this all year? Just going to keep trading Scott, Probably. Scott and Joseph? Like <laughs> probably, probably. Not at the Indy five hundred though, um, no way. <laughs> no Roger not, will not, not have stuff together. <laughs> God. Um uh, Coda was a little bit interesting. Larson was not having a good day for some reason. He was just like No. What the heck? Come on. I don't know if you saw my I don't know if you saw my tweets, but I quote tweeted the race pick graphic on the pod Twitter. And I tweeted, Thanks Bubba, when Bubba took him out. Shut up! And 
And then I tweeted, thanks, Dennis, when Diddy took him out like a lap lead. <laughs> and then I tweeted, thanks, Tolink, when Larson lost it. Thanks, to- so Tolink. I didn't see that. You could have never told me about that. That's mm, that's crazy. Uh, I should send it to you. It was very oh funny. I was laughing God. my head off doing it every time. Oh, I bet that um, was funny. So yeah, thanks. It was very funny. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Um, but yeah, I had Kyle Bush who finished second, and you had Kyle Larson who finished fourteenth. Thank God he didn't win. I would have been they, really upset. They then. wrecked so many times that Larson got two laps back. He went from thirty fourth or it something is, to fourteenth. It is impressive that he finished fourteenth. To be fair, it is. Um. So yeah, I like this. Okay. Yeah, I I gotta. Yeah, I'm ready. Well, I'm not on Discord. I both said something. Oh, okay. I'm ready. All right, you ready? Back and forth on this. All right, yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. <gasps> Ooh! I knew you were gonna pick Byron. Golden horseshoe. <laughs> golden horseshoe. Okay. Would you like to explain your golden horseshoe? Um. So yeah. Um. He's he almost won there last year, I believe. Right. I think. Yeah, he was up there during all the fuel strategy. He was the one that got... Fuel strategy, tire or, strategy stuff. No, who was leading that got passed by Hamlin and them? Was it Byron? I think it might or have... Or was it Truex? I think it might have been Byron. I think it was Truex. Uh, Byron was up there, I'm But he led sure. 122 laps last year. Anyway, Golden Horseshoe, consistent. He will finish top five. So, yeah. Okay. So, I picked Kevin Harvick. I was torn between him and Denny Hamlin, the two winners of Richmond last year. And Harvick finished the second last is, year too in the other race. Like he's he so did, solid. He did. I I think Harvick's gonna come back with vengeance after Phoenix. Um I didn't I was going to pick Dennis, but I just don't think he's there. Kind of how you think with Joseph. I just don't think Dennis He's gotta Denny, show me something first. Dennis. He's gotta show me something first, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, but mm-hmm. then again, That's... Reddick just came out here and dominated Coda without showing us anything. True. So it's like early in the season with all these different tracks, it's hard to predict. The thing is, though, um, I think you have to watch Alex Bowman. I think Coda yeah. is a very good showing for him. He's won at Richmond before. He's normally very solid at this track. I keep an eye on him this weekend, and Kyle Larson's going to win one of these weeks. I think he's going to be a factor most every week. Um, except yeah. not at Coda, but <laughs> like you know, just yeah, you, ha- yeah. you have to keep an eye on Hendrick. You cannot count out William Byron until you. I have. I can't count him out until I have evidence to suggest otherwise. So, you know, when That's I picked fair. him at Atlanta, which, whatever. Um, he got wrecked or whatever, but we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah. here. Um, I need some luck on my side. I need to get back on the momentum. So yeah, we are tied now. Yes. Um, you do have the one win. And uh, the one race to win, and then you have the one point for beating me. Then I beat you four individual times. Yes. So I, I mean, would like. Technically, I'm doing better. No, but you're tied not. Because you have a race win. No, you're not. And you have actually, a race win. Kevin Harvick should have won Phoenix. So actually, I should probably have. But six he didn't. Well, but, but he, he didn't. didn't though. Yeah, and that's why Kyle Busch didn't win. Um, when you picked him, well, that's Kyle why Bush he didn't dominated. Yeah. He didn't dominate, though. Yeah, that's why I have the tiebreaker. So, anyways, I'm cool. Um, uh, we'll see okay. how this goes this weekend. I would like to win, um, but you know, we'll see. But we'll yeah, see. so yeah, that's um, going to be an interesting race this weekend. I think we mentioned everyone to watch at a uh, Texas and what's it called, Richmond. Yeah, F1 is on also at midnight. 
on Saturday at okay. like 1 a.m. Eastern. Uh, I mean, I will be up. Saturday night. That doesn't mean I'm going to watch it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know, man. That's kind of... <laughs> yeah. I don't know about all that. Um, It'll be fun, but we'll see. By the way, we've been ending these episodes with a little Supercross update lately. just want to say, the championship is tied now over mm-hmm. in Supercross with six races to go. Y'all gotta watch it. They are they are off this next weekend, but after that, I think they go straight to the finale there, so Thanks. keep an eye on Supercross. We will keep yes. an eye on it. When I say we, actually, I, I will watch it one of these weeks. I always tell you, and you're like, I'm busy in Splatoon, and I'm like... I am okay. busy in Splatoon. <laughs> I am, actually. Yeah, I do be slaying and grinding, Um, but yeah. So you do. We we're gonna end off here, guys. Um, leave us, leave us. So obviously, follow us. You know, on the twitters. Um, gay Ra- at gay racing pod at dreamy zach gp at newgaden. Follow us on Instagram too, in case Twitter, in case Elon like accidentally you know trips over the wire or something. Um, leave us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, whichever one you listen to. Um, leave us a rating. It helps us, you know, attract more viewers. Makes us look like we know what we're doing because we do. I think. Um, Alex does. Alex has his stuff together. Yeah, Yeah. Alex has his stuff together. (laughs) Um, I have a headache right now. So, um, yeah. So please do that, guys, for us. Um, yeah. I think that's. Think that's it. Thank you, guys. Um, to our viewers, viewers, listeners. I'm messing up this outro, man. My head's gonna fall out my my socket. Um. Thank you, listeners, for. Thank you, Alex. Do it. I can't. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm running out of energy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Gay Racing you did not Podcast. Just do all the me. things you did not just do all me. the things that Zach suggested to do. And with that, we'll see you all next Here's, week. No, because Goodbye. you were looking at me like a oh. disappointed parent. You're looking at me like a disappointed parent. So I was. Like, I was not. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I was no. This was kind like, of banter, time, sweetie. It's okay. This is the kind of banter they tune in for. They don't tune in for the professionalism. Really, they tune in for whatever we're doing. All right. Yeah. We will see you guys next week after Scott McLaughlin wins Texas. Bye. We're less weird.